Welcome back, boys and girls. So it's finally happening. Something that we've talked about uh, over the years, the over-commercialization of cannabis. And uh, one of the headlines that I'll share with you today, which is this one, uh, definitely suggests we are well on our way to uh, saturating the country with so much weed, it's not even funny. My name is Mike. Every week I talk about things that I care about. Hopefully you find them of value as well. Today's Daily Dose is brought to you by GrassStore.com. Cannabis delivery made simple and you can save 40% now. I urge you to do so. It helps the channel quite a bit. Just use the code DAILY at checkout. So since we haven't done a lot of cannabis news lately, I've just been focusing mostly on uh, finding awesome guests that uh, have really incredible knowledge in their respective fields. So as of lately, mostly doctors, nutritionists, and things like that. Um, I sincerely enjoy these conversations with these people because they teach me something. And the whole point of having them on the podcast is so that um, hopefully they can teach you something as well. Uh, and since I've been um, kind of focusing on that, I haven't really been able to do much of anything in terms of uh, general news. So what is this uh, article exactly? Well, I'm going to share with the screen with you so we can just dive into some of the um, some of the tidbits here and get an idea of what the hell is going on and what does this mean so as you see here where to get legal weed in florida soon at your local circle k gas station now that's fucking unheard of right as we dive into this i mean there's probably oh look at that you see that rise dispensary express wow that's a trip. Cannabis company Green Thumb Industries has partnered with Circle K to test out marijuana pop-up shops in a small number of gas stations in Florida next year. Only medical cannabis users will be able to purchase the weed um, given the state's current rules. More than 700,000 people in Florida have a medical marijuana license. Uh, the benefit of buying your medicine at the gas station is the, uh, is the same as why you might buy snacks there convenience legalization things are afoot at the circle k starting sometime 2023 a small number of circle k gas stations in florida around 10 of them uh, to be precise will partner with legal cannabis retailer green thumb industries on in-store weed products no need to meet a guy around the back after the store is closed you may have seen the company that makes camels and cools is joining Snoop Dogg in investing in Sanity Group. It's a German company that develops and distributes cannabis-based medical products. British American Tobacco is one of the largest tobacco companies in the world, and this is not its first bet on weed. Competitors like Altria and Imperial Brands have invested in cannabis. So why is big tobacco getting big into weed, especially when it's still illegal in many parts of the world? Well, the cannabis market is growing. And in some markets, tobacco is shrinking. The global cannabis market was valued at $28 billion last year, according to the consulting firm SkyQuest Technology. But it's projected to grow at 32% per year to reach nearly $200 billion by 2028. So that's, that's really interesting because um, typically when I see this, I say to myself, um, there is excitement around this industry there is uh fomo and the you know the large companies are foaming at the mouth just waiting for some federal guidelines to just uh, allow them to break through and begin to do something and participate in some manner um 
And of course, that's going to lead to many, many other things that I've talked about before. A uh, highly commercialized cannabis industry means that uh, federal laws will eventually come through and enable everyone who's large to get in in some manner. Uh, it seems Circle K gas stations found a way in uh, under medical cannabis laws. Who knows what that'll look like in a year or two years or three years from now? Uh, I, I suppose this is just a pilot. They're going to test this out and see how well it works. But of course, of course, you would team up with gas stations. It's the one place everyone has to stop at. Let's consider this, the level of convenience in, um, in the correlation uh, in terms of why Green Thumb as a company decided to team up with gas stations. It's the same reason Juul, the vape company, teamed up with gas stations. It's the same reason why big and uh, big tobacco, just large tobacco companies over the last century have teamed up with gas stations because everybody needs to fuel up. And when you fuel up, you're likely to stock up on anything you might need. So over the years, we have seen that that was cigarettes. And of course, that was snacks and then um, alcohol. And now we're seeing cannabis enter the space as well. Huge. And convenience-wise, it's fantastic. It's a good thing for consumers to be able to get it virtually anywhere rather than having to go to a dispensary, uh, sign in, sit, and wait to be permitted inside. At least th this, is, this has been my experience over the last 10 years during the medical era here in Southern California. You would uh, walk into a place. It's usually several people inside already in the waiting room. You check in. You give them your ID. They verify it. And then... Um, Everybody takes turns going inside because uh, it's limited in terms of how many are allowed inside at a time. Uh, this is going to completely uh, probably uh, remove all of those barriers. Who knows if there's going to be some additional factors here, like being able to place your order online and then going inside the Circle K and paying for it, or, or maybe it's already paid for it when you order it online and then you just walk in and pick it up. Um, Really interesting. The other half of this that I would say would be concerning is, of course, the crime factor. I mean, we've seen crime rise in the cannabis industry from, you know, grow operations being targeted, dispensaries being targeted, delivery drivers being targeted, um, to now seeing them at convenience stores and gas stations. Uh, these places are already general, generally they are targets already for crime. Uh, just quick stick-ups, cash, and then run out. Now, there's, there's a whole other reason. Um, it's, not to be, it's not to be pessimistic. It's just being realistic that this is a likelihood that we will probably see an uptick in crime uh, that's relating to uh, cannabis and the Circle Ks. Now, Circle K is nationwide. It's not everywhere, necessarily. And they don't have gas stations everywhere. They do have some of their convenience stores um, nationwide and some that are combined with gas stations. I would say that at some point, they might begin to um, express an interest in breaking into other states that have these uh, franchise locations. Uh, it's a high likelihood that these stores are franchised. So there are private owners utilizing the name of Circle K to offer these services. Um, so this is the other aspect of the FOMO where 
other owners of these Circle Ks will likely want to participate too. And from there, we'll see an explosion. Will Chevron get involved? Will ConocoPhillips get involved? Will ExxonMobil get involved? I mean, it's, uh, it's really, really crazy to think about. But what do you think? You should leave them down below. Of course, it doesn't end there. As we continue with more cannabis-related news, what do we find? We find this piece of headline. Literally, just uh, moments ago, I was talking about this being uh, a possible problem for Circle Ks that are going to be offering cannabis. Well, here in LA, a smash and grab uh, of a dispensary location had occurred just a few days ago. Um, I mean, what, what can I say, man? Let me share the screen with you. So as you can see here, police are looking for a group of men who burglarized a cannabis dispensary in Beverly Grove Saturday morning to happen around 6 a.m. So I'm assuming they were already closed at that time and uh, nobody was there. As I go down the list here, this is all from about a day ago, a few days ago. Researchers concerned about mental health risks of dabbing highly potent cannabis products. Well, shit, I've been saying this for years because I saw some of the original cases going back to 2015, 2016. Um, very potent cannabis, high in THC percentages, have an impact on your health. Yes, they get you high. Yes, it's potent. Yes, the terp profiles are delicious. And yes, it gets you higher for longer. But um, the fact remains that when you're extracting these oils, the only thing you're left with is THCA at the end of the extraction process. Then it's infused with terpenes, but um, everything else is missing. I've talked about it so many times, I feel like uh, uh, I'm a broken record at this point, but research is showing it, for God's sake. I'll link it down below for you guys to see, but uh, it is a concern. You should want to seek out flour with cannabinoids. Occasionally, it's not going to hurt to hit some concentrate dab or cartridge or whatever. It's not going to hurt once in a while. Don't make it your primary. If you do... Uh, in a short amount of time, chances are uh, months or a few years, your body and your brain will begin to manifest those symptoms. And you'll say, well, what the hell is going on? I've been smoking weed my whole life. Why is this happening now? Well, you heard it here first. That This is why it's happening. High levels of THC for the brain without cannabinoids is dangerous. So that's pretty much it for today. 